Most considered his image sacred, Mears included. Her throat tightened with anxiety when the boy jumped up on the statue's bare foot. Giggling, he peed on the statue. Oh no, Mears thought. No one has taught him how to worship the gods. He's in violation. Someone has to stop him. Mears gasped in horror and hurried toward him, breaking through a row of hedges behind the statue. A young woman raced to scoop the boy up in her arms. She looked like a teenager, still urinating, a steady yellow stream arced away from the statue and soiled the young woman's dress. The boy screamed and squirmed in the young woman's arms. No, Mears remembered running away on the day her parents died. Someone had chased her down, and she tried to squirm away, just like this boy. What if the same thing has happened to him? Mears thought in a sudden panic. What if that's why he's urinating on the pharaoh, because he needs someone to blame for his parents' deaths? Mears looked up and scanned the park until she spotted the nearest eye of Horus. She ran toward it, waving her arms and pointing at the statue, the young woman and the boy. The eye was a small camera mounted on a tree limb. Dozens of eyes peppered the white-walled city. This one responded to Mears and pivoted to face the statue. The young woman hurried away as the boy squirmed in her arms. Hey, Mare shouted. Adrenaline rushed through her as she realized this woman might be a foreigner. Mears had learned at a young age that foreigners were dangerous and not to be trusted. Few were ever granted admittance into the black land. The young woman ignored her, struggling to keep the boy in her arms. His wails pierced the still air. Mears caught up and grabbed the other woman's elbow. Stop! Mir shouted, Foreigner! The young woman's face flushed with shame and exertion. Please, she whispered. I'm a Blacklander. Let me go. What's your name? Her eyes teared, and her face sagged with fear. Neferita. You can't just run away, Mir said. Although Mir's heart still raced, she knew the woman told the truth. Neferita was a Blacklander name, not a foreign one. Because Mears admired Isis, she treated every Blacklander like a sister or brother, especially when someone like Neferita so clearly needed help. The boy let himself slide through Neferita's arms and plopped on the ground. When he tried to run back toward the statue, Neferita grabbed his arms and kneeled, spinning him around to face her. Don't ever do that again. The boy tried to yank free of her grip. He failed, crying, Let go. Neferita shook his shoulders. Bad boy, if you ever touch that statue again, it will come to life. Then it will hunt you down in the middle of the night and kill you. The boy stared at Neferita, wide-eyed for a few moments. He began screaming. Good God, Osiris, Mears said, rolling her eyes. That boy will have nightmares for the next ten years. Neferita slapped the boy hard in the face. Shut up, she said, her face flushed with anger. You're a big boy now act like one. Gazing in terror at Neferita, the boy choked back his screams. Mears quickly stepped between them, shielding the boy. He's been misbehaving, but he doesn't deserve to be treated like that, Mears said. If he were mine, I'd never hit him. I'd never tell him to shut up. Neferita's face flushed deeper, this time with anger. He's not your son. He's mine. A familiar sinking feeling numbed Mears, Neferita pointed out the truth. The boy did not belong to Mears. 
It wasn't easy for Mears to live in the Black Land, a country dotted with fertile farmland that was a constant reminder to every childless woman of her own infertility. Every year the Nile flooded its banks and turned the fields into temporary swamps, long enough for rich black sediment from the river bottom to impregnate the farmland and prepare it for the year's crops. Mears wished she could scoop the boy up in her arms, take him home to her husband Ramos, and have the family she'd always wanted. But that would be no more acceptable to the gods than peeing on a statue of the pharaoh. A park guard with a shaved head hurried toward them. He wore only a white kilt and carried a large brass knife. His knowing glance toward Mears showed that he recognized her. What's the problem?